guys, Adam here. Welcome to the first Mama Making a Movie podcast, Fantasy Movie Draft 2021. It's a big two-part special where we will draft 10 movies each with the aim of achieving the highest combined Rotten Tomatoes score, basically the closest to a thousand percent wins, as Rotten Tomatoes is done on a hundred percent fresh scale per movie. I'll explain the rules in just a bit, but before I do, let me introduce my co-hosts, my competitors tonight. Fighting out a red corner, a native of Tala Dublin which means he may draw derogatory things on a Starbucks cup. It's David Hulk Gogan. Oh, come on. I st- I Is that in the Tala shop? I stand with that victim. I have yes, often been called Chinese, so I, I know why that person was suffered. So I, I, yeah. I stand with the victim and not with Starbucks. But uh, nice reference, Adam. And, Thank you. Uh, hi, guys. I'm keeping it. To get going on the show. I'm keeping it topical. And fighting out of the other red corner, a native of Harold's Cross, a.k.a. the funeral capital of the world. It's Fergus Jesus. Finley and Horn Swaggle O'Donnell. <laughs> uh, you're going to get fucking nailed for your intro again. Um, like like the last time after your yeah, my BFF comment. But uh, no, uh, yeah, I'm glad to be here. And let's, uh, this is an interesting one. I'd also like to give a shout out to our sponsor. I'm using their new uh, Razer Siren Mini microphone tonight. Razer Micro. Buy it. Yeah. <laughs> please sponsor us <laughs> cool so I'll explain the rules to anyone listening um, it's fairly straightforward enough once one of the guys here picks a movie from an imaginary draft board where the lovely David Gogan is standing next to it's gone it's locked in it's their pick so any movie that's to be released in 2021 that hasn't been released or reviewed yet on Rotten Tomatoes is fair game remember guys with COVID this will be a tricky beast will your movie be pushed back Will the filming be finished in time? Does lots of scenarios play out? At the end of the year, we'll tally the results on an episode if we haven't been cancelled or kill each other by then. We'll also be keeping score on our Instagram page, Mom and Making Movie Podcast, throughout the year, so you guys can check in on that. Winner will receive a paid football jersey from the other two. I'm personally considering the 98 Mexico home Aztec jersey. Uh, it looks fantastic. But if you want to hear about football jerseys, you can listen to our other podcast, The Jersey Boys. Which I think is a fantastic Jesus. name for a podcast. <laughs> um, look, we'll uh, we'll jump into this before people start turning off my terrible jokes. Um, David Gogan, you have the, the privilege, the distinct privilege of getting this whole thing kicked off. Um, so you go first, I believe. Fergus is second, and I'm third, and then we'll kind of rotate it fairly throughout the the evening. So Gogan, if you want to get into it further, ado, what is number one? What is the 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 creme de la creme? best film you think out this year I, I'm already curious about the the Jersey boys I, I want in um, let me know when that's, <laughs> that, that ball gets rolling um, it's basically me and Frankie Valley and we talk about football jerseys for uh, three hours I'm pretty sure he is Barely. <laughs> anyway before we get sidetracked even more thank you very much for giving me the first pick because I know there's pressure on here in terms of getting a good high score uh, and getting a good movie in early doors. So I had to think about this one, did a bit of research, and actually used a few of our previous episodes to come up with uh, my first pick. Oh, no. And, yeah, it is Judas and the Black Messiah. I knew he'd do it. I knew, he nice. I knew it was going to be straight out of the, uh, straight nice. out of the had game. To it. Had I mean, to it's... do it. I was like, they're giving me first pick. I need to get something. It was number two on mine. Oh, yeah, oh. I would have I snapped it up. Oh, yeah. I knew so, it was going to be done. The listeners would know if, if obviously they've listened to our podcast previous that we've discussed this in depth and we all agree one of the best trailers that we've seen. Um, 
all really looking forward to seeing it. Hopefully we get to a cinema to see it. And I do think it will be released this year. I don't think this is going to be a movie that's going to be put back another year. I think this will be uh, pushed out. Should I give a synopsis as well, Butler? Or um, yeah, I'd say give us a to... give us a quick rundown just in case you know anyone wasn't there listening to the last one. And Gogan, um, what I had in my thing, if I if I was going to pick it, is HBO Max have co picked up the rights to it, so it should definitely be out this year. That's that's great news, obviously, because I'll get some good points, but we all get to watch it and, and that's enjoy a the banker. music. You're a fucking bastard. Woohoo! Anyway, so our quick synopsis here, or a bit of a lengthy synopsis, which I found, but it gives a bit of a good insight into it. So FBI informant William O'Neill infiltrates the Illinois Black Panther Party and is tasked with keeping tabs on the charismatic leader, Chairman Fred Hampton. A career thief, O'Neill revels in the danger of manipulating both his comrades and his handler. Special Agent Roy Mitchell, Hampton's political prowess, grows just as he's falling in love with his fellow revolutionary, Deborah Johnson. Meanwhile, a battle wages for O'Neill's soul. Will he align with the forces of good or subdue Hampton and the Panthers by any means? Deputy Chairman Fred Hampton of the Illinois Black Panther Party. Repeat after me. Terrorists. You can murder a liberator, but you can't murder a liberation. You can murder a revolutionary, but you can't murder a revolution. And you can murder a freedom fighter, but you can't murder freedom. So, uh, I'm, as I said, really looking forward to seeing this great cast. Mm. Um, and I feel I'm going to get off uh, to a flying start with this one. Uh, I think um, you will. I think so. I mean, it's so, the trailer's so good. If this is a letdown, I'm going to find Daniel Coyote in the street. I'm going to punch him. <laughs> <in the face. laughs> it's just, it's... I, don't think, I don't think that would go too well there, Adam. Probably not. But I mean, has, as we talked about in the first episode, has the trailer been more revered? Um, no. So I mean, no. it's got it's got all the right <laughs> ingredients to be a home run goal. I mean, if it's not in the high nineties, I'd be gobsmacked. That's what I'm certainly hoping for. And Ferg, I know you, I know you agree with that as well. I I agree with you, um, hundred um, percent. I, I like, I really, I, it was it was top of my list because we we had already talked about it, and I I was like, hundred oh, percent, I need to put this in, and I knew whoever went first. Was gonna pick it. I, I obviously Butler said he had one before that, but that was top of my list to get it in because, uh, as we said, <laughs> and Butler said there, uh, I don't think this is a, a you know, this trailer has been more revered by three people who make a podcast. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> but it, but it's true though. Like if you've seen it, I showed it to Nicole as well. Like there's an extra person to throw in on top. But 
Um, no, I mean, look, it looks amazing. It looks stern. Um, I love yeah. uh, Nikita Stanfield as well. I think that Butler said it to me before about um, it's a nice kind of foray into more serious kind of role. Um, hopefully, he continues on. But you know, his comedic yeah. kind of dark comedy stuff he does is great. Um, yeah, I'm 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 sufficiently livid that you uh, picked that one. Very good. Well, look, I think it's uh, only fair that we get you to pick your your first movie then. Um, next Fergus and uh, I'm sure you're going to pick something that's on all of our lists as well I, I don't know if I am or not I don't know if I am or not because I, I have a few that I think are going to be on the lists but I kind of wanted to say this one I'm, I'm torn because my, my list is all over the place I didn't I didn't do one kind of like Butler where I, I numbered it and, and I, I just kind of wrote them out by what I saw and I was kind of like, like you know myself. what I'm going to make yeah but I'm going to I'm going to kind of make my decision you know as I go um, I'm actually going to go for Candyman. Oof. It was on my short <laughs> list. Oh, I, uh, yeah. I left it out. I'm, go pick. I'm going I'm to go for Candyman because I think it might be an outsider, but I think it's going to do well. Um, Candyman, if you haven't seen the original, uh, was out in 1992. Did all right. Um, it's a cult favourite. You know, I mean, like the, the ratings of it aren't... Um, you know, amazing. They're, they're kind of middling, but it's like a cult favorite. Um, and essentially, the reason I picked this um, is for for two reasons. Well, look, well, number one, the trailer looks brilliant. Um, but also, who's writing it and who's directing it is is part of the reason I picked this. So, first of all, the screenplay was written by Jordan Peele, who is crapping solid gold at the moment. So it was hard. Not to 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 go with him, uh, and the director is Nia Costa, who I was going to pick another one of her films, um, but it's due to be released this year. But it already has a Rotten Tomato scores, and it has a ninety nine percent. So I was like, you know what? That seems like a good, I suppose, a good kind of barometer of where I want to go with it. So I'll give you a quick synopsis uh, of the new one. Um, I actually think it might be um, more of a kind of sequel than like a, an unofficial sequel than uh, an actual remake. So in present day, a decade after the last Cabrini Towers were torn down, Anthony and his partner move into a loft in the now gentrified Cabrini. A chance encounter with an old timer exposes Anthony to the true story behind Candyman. Anxious to use these macabre details in his studio as fresh grist for his paintings, he unknowingly opens a door to a complex past that unravels his own sanity and unleashes a terrifying wave of violence. Um, if you don't know who Candyman is, um, it's kind of like that, you know, the old... Has everyone heard of Bloody Mary? You know, you say Bloody Mary three times in the mirror and that happens. Yeah. It's kind of based on right that. I mean, Gogan, <laughs> uh, Gogan, Gogan! There he is. Um, <laughs> but but uh, it's kind of, you say Candyman, I think it's three, maybe five times. I can't really remember what it said, but... Um, so time, you know, Fuck no. <laughs> but as I said, look, the, the original is, it has quite a cult following. And when you get like a great writer and a great director involved, I think this is going to be good. I think it's going to be a high scoring one. Candyman. The urban legend is, if you say his name five times while looking in the mirror, he appears in the reflection and kills you. I feel really connected to this neighborhood. Cabrini Green, it was the projects. 
Yeah, I just moved in around the corner. The old candy factory. I'm an artist. You look up a candy man. He's the monster. It's part of this neighborhood. Why are you drawn to this? I'm hoping to spread the story all about Candyman. The mirror invites you to summon him. You should say his name. I dare you. Candyman. 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 Don't. Don't say that. Candyman. I guess he found me. I am the writing on the wall. Two people starring in it. God, I might butcher his name. Um, Yahya Abdul Mantine the second. So, if you don't know that name, if it's not familiar to you, Gogol will know who he is. He is in <laughs> uh, Watchmen, the, the the TV show, the HBO TV show. Um, so, Gogol, you'll know who he is. Um, mm-hmm. uh, we also have the original actor who played Candyman in the original film. And Coleman Domingo, who is in uh, The Walking Dead. So, look, I think this film is going to be a banker for me. You know, it was a bit of an outsider, but you know what? I was like, as I said, Jordan Peele, crap and solid gold. Um, this girl who I was going to pick one of her films, she's the director. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. She's doing well. She's new. But, you know, I think it was Jordan Peele who suggested her for the film. She's also doing Captain Marvel 2. Um so she's on a roll at the moment. So that's my pick. That's my pick. Butler, you're up next. Give me what you got. Well, um, and that, that's that's a good pick. Like it was on my short list as well. Um, there's just a few that kind of squeaked it. So my first one, I feel like I've kind of looked out here that you guys haven't picked this up first and it might be on your list. But the reason I'm going with this next movie is it's out in two weeks and there's no Rotten Tomato score, but there's been a bit of a critical review of it you know online for early critic reviews and they've said it's uh, amazing and there's going to be some Oscar uh, buzz about it it's it's Malcolm and Marie the that it. does have a tomato score it doesn't well, you can google it I will do it <laughs> please please hold um, I have heard a lot of buzz about it I heard like um because I was going to put, I had that in my shortlist and I didn't put it in. Uh, I hope I didn't it's, read it's it. On my, it's on my list. Oh, oh there really? is a score. There is a score. 70, 76%. Oh, really? I can't pick it. I knew I wasn't wrong. I was yeah. like, because I had it on my list and I'd seen that. Um, David Washington it on my list. Yeah, exactly. David Washington was getting a lot of flack because uh, Zendaya is a lot younger than him. Yeah. Um, Bad start for Adam. Bad start. That's that's a major kicking. I'm pretty sure that came out. That must have came out today because I I checked these at lunch. 
And yeah, but there's loads that haven't been released that have Rotten Tomatoes scores. I had to. Oh, but I checked. Out. I checked. I went. I went on Rotten Tomatoes today, and there was no score up. So that. Oh, you're going on to the wrong. You're going on to the wrong site. It's Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> Yay! Woo, someone said it. Well, <laughs> he's absolutely livid. <laughs> well, not, not really, because I mean, only he, 70... looks like, he looks like a fucking rotten tomato here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> so I think the rules were, if you if you said a movie that was on the list, it's minus five points. Is that yeah, correct? I believe that was the... the um, well, look, if it's only 70 odd percent, I, I looked out there. I fluked that. You did look um, out. I think, yeah. I think, yeah. yeah. So I'll That's move on to my next one. Um, and I don't this is still filming so I don't think there's a scar <laughs> um, imagine God, again I oh had, such, a, had, such, a, had such an epic build up for the first one as well but this one um, is the the name of the character the black messiah <laughs> <laughs> why did I only pick two movies um, it's the new Adam McKay movie coming out at the end of the year on Netflix. Don't look up the woman Leonardo DiCaprio and everybody else. Yeah. Uh, for anyone who don't know the plot, it's about two low-level astronomers who must go on a giant media tour to warn mankind and approaching comet that will destroy planet Earth. Vague enough of sorts. Uh, the cast is ridiculous. Jennifer Lawrence, Kate Blanchett, Rob Morgan, Leo, Meryl Streep, John Hill, Timothy Shamalama Ding Dong, Ariana Grande, Himesh Patel, Matthew Perry, Tyler Perry, no relation, Ron Perlman, <laughs> and Tap himself. So, I mean, the, the cast is great. Um, Adam McKay, I mean, his comedies are unbelievable, you know, like Step Brothers, Anchorman, the other guys. Love, love the big short. I thought Vice <laughs> was a horrible piece of crap. So this will be an interesting one now. I mean, yeah. after Vice, it could go either way, but I mean, there's too much. There's too much star power there. It's like I know the Galacticos didn't win everything, but I mean, there's enough there. I think to comfortably come in on a decent score, and it seems like a quirky enough story that it seems very interesting. Yeah, it's still only filming, but it's going to be a Netflix movie, so I'm confident they'll have a film. They'll have it released. They'll probably will mm. come out right in time for Oscar season next year. Um, I'd say I'd say it'll be out because they're doing that kind of thing where they're releasing a the film a week. Um. In 2021, and I think that they're they're almost guaranteeing that they're doing that. So, um, that's like part of their kind of fucking. What do you call that when a company has a, a mission kind of statement type thing? Do you know, like they're like, yeah. this is what we're doing this year. Um, it's a good pick. I, I had it. I had it in my my um, backups just in case. Yeah, I did not have. I didn't. No, I didn't have it on my list, and it was mainly the first point you made. I wasn't sure if it would hit the 2021 target, but uh, that was just me being safe. Kind of wish I had put it in, but uh, as Fergus solid, said, solid pick. Yeah, it was in there at that big trailer thing they did with The Rock and Ryan Reynolds and stuff a couple of weeks ago. Um, they showed a little snippet of it, so I think it's very much in their plans. Bar like a massive production halt. Um, but even maybe mm. like late this year, should give it enough time. I don't even know how long they could been filmed this month ago as well so i don't know what the what the timetable yeah. is but i'll lock that in not malcolm marie how embarrassing <laughs> i won't even request for that to be added out because i want to i want to i want a public <laughs> shaming for that and all i can say is i genuinely i've been working on this list early this week it's like the fucking zodiac letter for me i've been so meticulous and all over place with it and <laughs> i've been know, really serial, serial killer about this <laughs> um but I obviously forgot to fucking 
um, double check it today. So that's. Do you know what my favorite part was? Was when you told me that I was going to be embarrassed when I looked up. Uh, I knew it as well. I was like, oh, you have me second guess myself. I was like, I, 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 there was a reason I didn't put it in because I knew I saw John David Washington was getting a lot. Uh, Denzel Washington, Washington, it was getting a lot of uh, flack about it. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I was like, oh, this could be a banker as well. But yeah, seventy was it seventy seven today? Seventy four was it? Seventy four. And like that's a good Rotten Tomato score. But in the grand scheme of things, like if someone's getting hit in solid nineties, like. They're killing you. Well, we'll just we'll move on to round two. Please, please don't tell me it's me again, is it? It is you again. Oh, right. Oh, good <laughs> lord. <laughs> I'd normally be like, you know, um, oh great, I'm going again. I can rally here, but I feel the the the, 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 the <laughs> we haven't shook burning my eyes. We haven't where you want them. I'm rattled. The plan worked. Look, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to go with it. I think this. Hopefully, this is a an Achilles blow to both you. But I'm gonna go with the many saints of Newark. No, you bastard. Oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my only fear is that it could be shit. Now, I, I, I think that because they have the original writer of The Sopranos on, it's going to be good. But I did have that in and I was like, oh, could this be a risk? Could it end up being terrible? Well, I think it's going to be good. Um, Again, it's going to be HBO Max. So it's going to come out. It was supposed to be out last year. They're actually waiting to release in September because they think it's going to be in the awards circuit. So they have high hopes for it. Yeah. Um, anyone that doesn't know, it's set in the 60s and 70s. It's a prequel to The Sopranos. It's in Newark, New Jersey. It's during the riots in 1967. Backdrop for lots of tension between Italian-Americans and the African-American community. Alejandro Nivola is playing Chris's dad, Dickie Moltisante. He is best known as the brother in Face Off and uh, slightly annoying yeah. who wore the parachute in Jurassic Park 3. Um, John Barenthal is in it Corey Stahl Michael Gandolfini James Gandolfini's son well publicised is playing young Tommy Sprano it's got Billy Magnuson who is the hilarious dumb blonde guy from uh, Game Night I think he's going to do well in it um, mm. Vera Faminga a, a, good, a good, um, good actor a, he is a good actor yeah. Yeah. Uh, Vera Farminga is playing Livia Soprano Tommy's mom from you know, Up in the Air and Base Motel and stuff and Ray Liotta is in it as well I'm like, like the like the good fella himself. Like, I mean, he's you can't been... get a more Italian American yeah. movie than him. I'm glad he's doing that because he's done absolute shite uh, in the last like 15 years. I think. Oh, like, All right, I'll give you that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll give you that. Sure. Uh, and also, very underappreciated film, Heartbreakers. Mm. Luke and the Heartbreakers? Interesting. <laughs> No, it's Jennifer Love Hewitt and I was going to say huge tits, but I was like, that's not pretty. Yeah. Um, and, uh, oh God, is she Corny Weaver? I think it's Corny Weaver or Jamie Lee Curtis. It's one of them. And they're like a mother-daughter con team and they go down to Florida to rip off all men. It's actually, I think it's funny. But anyway. You know, I, I, I hate that Gogan hates any film that Ryan Gosling's in because just like, Place Beyond the no, Points no. is, is a fantastic no, film. No, you do. You have this kind of weird stigma about it because... No, you just have a weird love for, for no, but like, how do you not like that butter. film? It's amazing. Like, if every time, like, I know what we, we said before, it hasn't got great rewatchability because you know, obviously, it's a big kind of twist. It doesn't it. have great uh, watchability. Oh, no, uh, I, I, I just I love, I love the opening scene where he's flicking the knife and he's walking through and he's like, Luke, 
and the Heartbreakers. Ah, great, fucking brilliant. You just have a thing against Ryan Gosling, and that's a fact. No, that is not a fact. It's a fucking fact. I was only complimenting one of the movies he was in the other day, The Big Short. Fantastic. Don't like that. There you go. Sound you of silence his, means I win. You hated. You hated his. You hated his moments. I heard you. <laughs> I didn't hate his moments. Uh, just, curiosity, just out of curiosity, where did the many saints in Newark fall on your your list? Um, it was fourth. See, I my list is all over the place. I'm not going to lie to you. It's all as is mine. Place, it's, it's, it's technically on fourth on my page. <laughs> It's technically fourth on my page, but it, it's really up to... I left mine jumbled because I was like, I don't know where I'm going to go if someone comes out. Like with the many saints of Newark, I'm like, what's my strategy next? Mm-hmm. What am I going to throw out? Well, look, I feel uh, like I'm yeah. playing... That, Did you ever see Yu-Gi-Oh? Did I ever see Yu-Gi-Oh? Yeah, I feel like <laughs> I'm playing Yu-Gi-Oh. I'm waiting for me chance to play with the right card. Like, Bam, more, there's a trap card. Of a, I was more of a Digimon guy. No, it's always. I was more of a uh, have sex with women person. <laughs> yeah, as as, eight, as an eight year old boy, I was really into that. <laughs> um, look, we'll, we'll get off me for a bit because I need to rally and get a towel and wipe down all this sweat. Um, Jesus! Think... <laughs> After that, April. <laughs> okay, oh, you are all you. over the place. Fuck you, Murray. <laughs> fuck you, Malcolm X Junior. Washington. Um, Look, Gogan, I think it's Fergus it's, next. It's, it's Fergus next, yeah. Is it? Ooh. Yeah. Again, I'm all over the place. Um, <clears throat> I'm between two here. I think I'm going to go for what I think could be a banker and I think is is on everybody's list, I I, I think. Um, I was going to go for an off-the-cuff one, but I think Candyman was, 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 was my early one on that one. I'm going to go for A Quiet Place 2. Oh, you fucker. Oh, that was next for me, yeah. It's literally my next pick. Oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 and I knew that was going to happen. Like, I was going to go for one that was a little bit left of field, but I was like, you know what? I'm going to go for one that I think. Oh, and I think, like, let's, let's be fair. Let's be fair. But between the three of us, I think we all think that it's going to be brilliant. Yeah. Um, I mean, considering how, considering how well the first one uh, did as well. Yeah, but this thing that the first one did amazing. Um, the trailer looks great. They've added only added to a, a great cast. Um, obviously, for you know, who hasn't seen a quiet place, the first one, what are you doing with your life? Go see it, uh, or I think it's on Netflix. Um, yeah, Dave Gogan. But, yeah, I mean, watch the fucking film. Um, it's amazing. Uh, Gogan, watch the film. I still don't know why you haven't watched it yeah. since the last podcast. Uh, we, we, I like look. <laughs> Again, we're talking about this is one of the last podcasts, but you know we haven't even like this could be recorded very close to us. Uh, but the thing is, uh, the first one was brilliant. Um, it was the first time in a while that I had felt the kind of one of those kind of like thrillery horror films that kind of hit the mark in a long time, and I think we all agree on that one. Um, this is one of the ones that was supposed to be out last year. Like this was killing me. Like I think we went back into. Uh, quarantine. This was supposed to be out last March, and that's when we went like the coronavirus kind of kicked off, and this got cancelled. And I was like, "Fucking hell!" I was waiting for that film, and so many films I was waiting for because that's all you could fucking do was drink and fucking watch films in quarantine. Which is, you know, I don't know why I'm saying you could do. That's what we're doing right now. Um, but look, if I, I'll give you a quick uh, synopsis. Um, if you haven't seen the first one, watch it. Um, essentially, there's creatures who uh, attack people on sound. The whole world's gone to shit. 
uh, you can't make any noise. Um, you have to stay quiet or they're going to fucking kill you. Um, the synopsis of the second one is the Abbott family, who is the kind of main cast uh, of the first one, uh, must now face the terrors of the outside world as they fight for survival in science, of course. Uh, forced to venture into the unknown, they realize that the creatures hunt by, that hunt by sound are not only threats that lurk beyond the sand path. The sand path doesn't make any sense if you haven't seen the first one. But essentially, they take the first film and they kind of run with it and kind of expand on the kind of creature monster story from the first film. I, I can't go too much into it. I don't really want to ruin it. I mean, it's got John Krasinski again. He's directing it. Uh, he's also in it. Emily Blunt. Um, they've added uh, Killian Murphy. Um, I Yeah, it looks great. I mean, the first one was brilliant. It hit all the, the right marks. The, the second one's going to be brilliant. I think it is anyway. Like, you know, everyone's worried about sequels, but this seems like it's going in the right direction from the trailer. Um, and as I said, look, the, the only other thing I can say about it is if you haven't seen the first one, go see it. Yeah. And like I, I said uh, last week, I thought it was going to be in the high 90s. I really, really do think. Because even like, really. I really thought the second Insidious was far scarier than the first one. Some critics don't, but I think it was balls to the wall terrifying. My only worry is, is that like, sometimes the reason a film works is it's, simplicity and you don't really get much of the creatures until you know a certain part of the film um and there's a simplicity behind how it works and that kind of stuff this seems like a lot bigger budget um there's a lot more going on but like you said i think maybe it's just you know it's it could really go on because it's not like the first one you know when you see a film and you're like leave it alone it's fine um when that film ended you were left wanting more yeah. Do you know what I mean? And you wanted to know what these, what, where these creatures came from. Um, like, uh, like, again, for anyone who hasn't seen it, the first one is, I feel like the first one, you know, it, like the second one is going to explain the origin story and continue from the first one. Like Godfather uh, Part one, 2? Exactly. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> good, good formula, good formula. John Kaczynski obviously likes the Godfather, but look, as I said, yeah, like I think, look, they're expanding on some great characters. I think, like you know, we're all dying to know what's happened. They don't really reveal. You, you don't know what happened, how these creatures came about, or why Evan has to be silent from the first one. So, you know, you get to find out this one. So, look, go watch the first one. The second one should be out sometime this year, hopefully. As I said, it was supposed to be out last March, which is so depressing. Jesus. The preliminary time is April, but I imagine that'll get pushed back. I could imagine. It's definitely gonna be this year. It has to be. If it's mm. if it's not, I'm gonna fucking shoot myself. But look, we'll move on. Um who's who's next for the next pick? David. It's myself and you fucking killed me there with that one. That it was I that. literally had my um yeah, I had I had loads up on that, but look, great pick, and uh, that will do well. And I'm, as I said, really excited to uh, sit down and watch both of them. I've had to do a bit of a uh, mix around here now. Um, jumped this one up because there was a few movies that um, have been used. And I actually thought I had one, but there must have been a score added either today or within the last 24 hours. I'm just going to mention it. I'm not going to obviously use it, but it's uh, Marini Black Bottom. Don't know if he's had it on your list. Man Marini. What? what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are you Wait, reading that wrong? Are you saying are you saying Ma Rainey's Black Bottom? Yeah. 
Yeah, that ah. came out at Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, yeah, that's what it's, yeah so uh, anyway, anyway, shout out, shout out. Really looking forward to actually watching that. But um, I have jumped to. Oh, this 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 could be a risk. Um, Maxman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, imagine. Son <laughs> uh, of the South. I'm going for a cherry with Tom Holland. Oh, you bastard. I, I didn't. I left it off, but I can see it being. Yeah. Yeah. I, wasn't, I put it in. I wasn't I, not I, on I'm, the trailer, I'm, but I'll let, you, I'll let you talk about it. Well, but I mean, the trailer's only a teaser, mate. It's only like. Oh, there's a proper one now. Was there? Yeah, there's a, pro- there's a proper one out, yeah. But I I'm, 50, well. I'm 50 50 on the trailer. I like that Tom Holland has gone for this kind of role because we're going to see what he's like as an actor. And. Um, you know, it's the Russo brothers. It's directed by the Russo brothers. Yeah, that's I mean, always a good sign. And that was, you know, that has to go in. It, it, yeah, but it's, it's their first kind of foray out of, into this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Out of Superman. Um, they while, anyway. just watching it now. They directed a lot of Arrested Development as well. Did they? Oh, yeah. Interesting. Go on, Golden Anyway. Yeah, no, that's just a very quick synopsis. Uh, an army medic suffering from post-traumatic stress disorder becomes a serial bank robber after an addiction to drugs puts him in debt. I'm 23 years old, and sometimes I wonder if life was wasted on me. I take all the beautiful things to heart till I about die from it. Sometimes I feel like I've already seen everything that's going to happen. And it's a nightmare. My one true accomplishment was not dying. I have this noise in my head. It'll stop. One day it'll go quiet. I don't imagine that anyone goes in for a robbery if they're not in some kind of desperation. I've been at this a while now, and it's no secret what my face looks like. Sometimes I feel like I've already seen everything that's gonna happen, and it's a nightmare. I don't know, I just think Tom Holland's going in the right direction with his career. Uh, Very excited about this. Didn't initially have it up so high in my list of picks, but uh, obviously that has changed. So oh, I'm I had it there somewhere. This. Yeah, I, I don't think I don't think it's going to be eighty five plus. I'd be I'd be happy with the seventy to eighty mark on this. Mm. Um, and I think you know, that that could be punching for the movie as well. But again, yeah, you just don't really know. I mean, look, I. As I said, I didn't see the full trailer. I, I, for some reason, I could only find the, the teaser one, which I thought was shite because it only has him in the in the uh, the in kind the, of conscription yeah. office where he's kind of signing up to get into yeah, the interview. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I thought was shite. Um, but look, I mean that that kind of if Butler had said that kind of like I mean even if I had said that kind of the the description of the film to Butler, like to me that like has Adam Butler written all over it. He'd be like, oh yeah, sounds amazing. <laughs> PTSD. Tom Tom Holland. um, Maybe I just have a bit of a. I PTSD myself from watching that shocking film last year. I was going to say, yeah. Oh, I can't. What's what's it called? Um, I can't remember the name of it, but um, it had an absolute all-star cast, and it was a load of crap. It was an Netflix film. 
Yeah, with Robert Pattinson. It's about Tom Holland. It's all these intertwining stories in like I think like Ohio and Kentucky and stuff. Oh. Totally blanking on the name. It's based on a book. I think. I think I say it'd be a great read, but I think it's one that was not mm. doesn't transfer well to, to the screen. But I've got yeah, a, P, yeah. a bit of PTSD from watching them in that because I just thought it was so bad. Not him per se, but um, yeah. So that's why I wasn't too keen on it. But I think you have a solid one there, go because I mean the real is to go from doing the highest grossing movie of all time. I mean I think yeah. you're you're throwing you're hitching your wagon to a good one. Uh, it's called uh, the Devil All the Time. The Devil All the Time. yeah. Um, I actually watched it. I had such high hopes for that film. It looked brilliant. The trailer looked great. Um, that was my worry. Like I had cherry. Like, like again, it wasn't anywhere. Like you know, up my list or down my list. I just had it in the list. Uh, it was going to be one of my maybe my main ones that I would have said. Um, but I was worried because of that film, The Devil All the Time, because that was that was an absolute shit show. But it's not his fault. He's a good actor. Like I think he's he's a uh, he's one of a couple of. Uh, English actors that does a very natural American accent. Yeah. Um, he's very believable. I think when and he looks like a nice guy as well. Oh, yeah, he mm. seems like a real gent. So, Gogan, who will be next in this in this intertwining list? Well, according to my algorithm here, it's uh, Fergus. My well. algorithm. <laughs> um, okay, okay, okay. What am I gonna go for next? Oh, I have a few here that I'm like, is that gonna be shite? Is it gonna be a banker? Um, I'm gonna go with no, I'm gonna leave that one later because I don't know too much about it. I'm gonna go with Suicide Squad. Oh, you can have it. <laughs> for... Oh, yeah, take it away. Um... <laughs> The reason I'm going with Suicide Squad. Have you seen have you seen anything about it? No, but you had that little bit of a round seen, wind look on your face there for a second. No, I'm gonna go with Suicide Squad. Um but there you go, you've seen nothing about this film. Obviously, the mm. first film, I went to go see it. Um it's actually funny, uh, a mate of mine who's a big uh, comic book fiend, he was like, Listen, uh, we mate my missus works in the cinema. I got a special VIP seats, we can go see it the day it comes out great absolutely broke my heart what a fucking shit show of a film it was um absolute piece of shit and usually i'd be like yeah no i'll stay absolutely massively away from it but um the new one is being directed by james gunn who um obviously we all know directed the massively popular marvel films that we all love Mm -hmm. can you name them well, I'm wearing my Marvel T-shirt here, so it's uh, uh, it's clearly um, Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange, yeah. No, obviously, look, look, Guardians of the Galaxy director. Um, it's not a sequel; it's a complete reboot. Um, that's why I went for it. He's obviously shook old. I like. I loved the second one. I think people said the second or not second So the second uh, Guardians of the Galaxy was a little bit weaker. But um, look, James Gunn is directing it. Um, they're keeping on Margot Robbie, who, you know, let's be fair, she was she was pretty good as Harley Quinn. You have to kind of keep her on. Um, they're keeping on Joe Kinnaman as Rick Flag. I just think that he's the right director for this film because 
when you get something, it's like what we love, um, Doom Patrol. When you when you have like a kind of a source material that's like massively uh, like influential, and then you fuck it up, it's like, ugh. but like if it's like this weird kind of off the wall source material like Doom Patrol, and they leaned into the weirdness and the off the wallness of Doom Patrol, and it really worked. That's why I think it's going to be good. It's got Michael Rooker in it again. It's got I can't pronounce his name properly. Taki Watini. Yeah, he's in it again. Uh, Zoe Saldana's in it. Um, so half the cast in it. In the galaxy. Yeah, yeah. His his, his uh, Chris Pratt's in it. Uh, Sean Gunn, who's his brother, is in it. Uh, you've got Dwayne Johnson and John Cena, who looks hilarious. If you've seen the the like the, the actual, there's no trailer for it yet, and people are raging. There's no trailer yet, but he's released kind of like. Uh, pictures of the set and they have this overly ridiculous like it's so comic book you know like you look at like characters that they 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 had to alter their costumes because the comic was from the 60s and it's fucking ridiculous looking they gave john cena the 60s like outfit from the comic and it looks hilarious so I think this is going to be an absolute fucking smash. I think that they were like, this did so bad the first time. Let's get James going in and let's fucking knock it out of the park. So that's why I'm picking it. Well, you sold it to me there, in fairness. I think so. I think it's going to be a banger. But will you sell it to the Rotten Tomatoes critics? I don't know. I believe I will. It's crazy to do a reboot like four years after doing the first one, isn't it? I know, but it just did so badly. It can't be any worse though than the first one. And it's just it's so like, bad that I think, yeah. It was just so annoying. There's an overexposure <laughs> to the Joker as well. These teeth are on being annoying if anyone else does them in the next little bit. Yeah, true. I, I, think I, do, feel, I do feel yeah. bad for him though because, like, supposedly there was so much filmed and yeah, they just didn't use yeah. half of the half of the stuff. So they also know, brought him back be- as well. He's back in it oh, as a joker okay. again. Um, and he was very, very pissed off because he was, as you said, Gogan, he was like, yeah. so much that I shot. And like, it doesn't make any sense, the stuff that they put in to, exactly, compared to yeah. what I shot. So look, it, maybe I'm being hopeful about it, but I think that I trust James Gunn in the fact that like, I think that he took one of the most obscure comics possible. Who the fuck had heard of the Guardians of the Galaxy before the film came out? And he absolutely nailed it. So I think if you anyone was to helm a film like this and to, and to take it to new heights, it's got to be that man. Fair point. Fair point. It's a good pick. Like it is. Yeah. Good. No. No. Yeah. Uh, I believe it will be me next, Gogan. Is it? You are correct. Grant. I mean, I'm gonna have to. I'm picking a movie that's that was tenth on my list, and I'm picking a third because my list has been absolutely like Jodie Foster, The Accused. Here, it's just. <laughs> It's just a mess. I'm picking... All right, I'm just going to say it. I don't like to explain my reasons why. I'm locking in Mission Impossible 7. Oh, you fucker. I knew Gogan would have that one anyway. (laughs) Because... That's uh, a big hit for me. (laughs) Rogue Nation, uh, the the fifth one, 93%. Fallout, 97%. And it's Chris Chris McQuarrie's directed the other two who's doing this one now. So, I mean, even if it's not as good as the other one, it's got to come in somewhere around that. You know, it's 
I can't see it dropping off too much. So I thought tactically it seemed like a good one to, to put yeah. in there. It's due out November 19th this year, hopefully. So they should squeak in. Obviously, there's been a lot of stuff about Tom Cruise going batshit at the production yeah. crew for not wearing masks, which in fairness, fair play to him. Because I, I mean, mean he's not wrong. yeah. You know, sometimes you need to give people a kick up the ass. He is a fucking lunatic, which, which, like, I mean, proves that he is a lunatic, but at the same time, he did it for the right reasons, I feel. Yeah, yes. these things yes. get to be blown out of proportion. And at the end of the day, what he was given out about was, was right. You know, like, it's. No, I completely agree. I completely agree that, like, what he was given out, and I agree with him giving out, but there's no denying the fact that he's a creepy weirdo. Oh, 100%. 100%. Yeah, but that's, that's like that's like saying like that serial killer killed like twenty people, but necessarily killed that other person. <laughs> I mean, look, he killed twenty people, but you know, he's very pro mask. <laughs> what what I would say, though. what I would say to you, Butler, on that is, I think it's a great pick because um, I I think if you put the Mission Impossible's side by side with the Bond movies over the last couple of years, they've they've definitely been better. Um, and I don't know what they've done. I I, I just think it's. I, I've been really impressed with the the, the story and, and a lot of the work that's on it. Maybe like the Bond movies, it has gone on for maybe a half an hour too long. Some of the movies, but uh, I think that's a solid pick. It was on my list. No, I think so. Yeah, it was in my my backup anyway. Yeah. Definitely. And they're I, I'd always... be worried about the release date though. Yeah, I, 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 November's I think is tricky. I think if they get a. I think they'll get it finished. Um, but mm-hmm. it's obviously what, what the way the world is in November. And if cinemas are open, I think they'll definitely get it out there. And they're always worth watching just to see what crazy shit Tom Cruise is going to do on it. Like, I've genuinely been on the edge of my seat with some of the stunts he's done. And I think yeah. the one for this one is going to involve a high-speed train in Poland. Because I was reading that Chris McQuarrie and Tom Cruise wanted to blow up this, like, historic world war Two bridge in poland and they gave the like the polish film board a lot of money to do it and then there was like outrage over it and um like the right. polish historical community was like you can't do that so there's been a few bits it's the wilhelm the second no sorry that's who opened the bridge that was the bridge was <laughs> <laughs> um, oh no but it uh, survived world war Two, mostly intact and she was by trains until 2016 so that's what they wanted to blow up so i imagine that's what the stunt's going to involve all your all your favorites are back simon Pegg, ving rames tom of course um i didn't even throw in the villain's name because i didn't recognize him at all um usually there's a i think philip seymour hoffman was like the most notable villain usually the villains aren't the most relevant thing in the in the mission movies go are they oh i don't know if you watch the last few they they that's one of the points I make. The villains have been fantastic, so um, it, it all depends what angle what what angle they want to go for on this. But uh, yeah, I, I think that the, the cast of the good guys definitely outweighs the, the the villain, and you're right in focusing on them a bit more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'll lock I'll lock that in. As I said, I think it should yeah, hopefully keep in intact with the others. Okay, so. Uh, <laughs> I I have a choice here. I, have, I feel I like have, it's getting I, tense now as well. Like we're getting yeah. into the meat and bones of it, and everyone's like, "You bastard!" <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I'm I'm between <laughs> two here. I'm definitely between two, and I'm gonna go for the option that if I went to the cinema, I would not pick this. 
but I know you and uh, yourself, uh, Fergus and Butler, would would uh, both pick this. And it's one that was discussed on a previous episode as well. It's the French Dispatch. Ooh. Oh, I left it off completely, but I can see why it's mm. a good pick, though. Mm. I just thought you sold it to me on the episode. Now, maybe this was the plan of yours to do. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a chip pan fire of a film. <laughs> to the poison you just drank. <laughs> <laughs> it was already in the glass, Gogan. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think this was actually mentioned on our last episode, so uh, the viewers should definitely be up, up to scratch with this. This Wes Anderson movie, I'm not, as I said before, not a big Wes Anderson fan. Um, give it the synopsis, but as you said, Butler, last week, it's it's a bit of a strange synopsis. A love letter to journalists set in an outpost of an American newspaper in a fictional 20th century French city that brings to life a collection of stories published in the French Dispatch magazine. Uh, now, the cast is different gravy altogether. Absolutely amazing. Uh Excuse the pronunciation, Timothy Chalamont or Chalamet? Am I, am I saying that right, <laughs> guys? Chalamet, ding dong. No, Chalamet, yeah. Chalamet, ding dong. Saoirse Ronan, Elizabeth Moss, uh, Owen Wilson, Francis McDormand, uh, Edward Norton, Bill Murray, Christoph Waltz, Willem Dafoe, my favourite. So, like, yeah. if well, I he's, drawn, he's drawn in all his, own, but... he's drawn in all his, his like, I mean. Get, like you know, okay, look, we discussed that. Like, you know, he, he's built his own t- mm-hmm. genre, but uh, yeah. say what you want about him, the man draws in uh, some heavy hitters, Top, yeah. and he has over exactly. years. Like, these have already most of these have already been in his films, do you know what I mean? Yeah, and like, over the years. It, it, if you go by, I suppose the reason I probably went for this as well, his other movies have uh, have fared quite well in terms of the Rotten Tomatoes world, so. Mm. Uh, I'm hoping, um, even though I wouldn't go see this in the cinema, that this will fare well yeah. as well. So uh, well, I'm I locking think, in. I think the... it's a fair one to go for. I think it's a it's a decent one to go for. Definitely. Mm. Oh, decent. Oh, yeah. Well, like no, I, the reason I no, left no. off Gogan, I just thought, as we were saying before, there's like Wes Anderson movies that are critically acclaimed, and there's ones that are a bit too Wes Andersony. So I didn't yeah. want to take the risk. But this could easily be 100%. But look, at also, oh, yeah. at worst, go, yeah. but I think you're looking at the 70%. So I don't think it would drop lower. Yeah. No, no, I'd yeah. be happy. Like, I'd definitely even, be happy with that. Yeah. No, Buller's right. Even like a lowly rated Anderson film is, is 70 and above. Um, but yeah, like what I said, like he's, he's completely right as well in saying that like this could be 100%. But you know, it, like as we said, it could be two ways. Anderson, I don't know. I could fucking love this film. It looks very, you know, Grand Budapest on steroids. But I mean, we'll see. Mm. But it's solid. next. Yeah. It's actually back to myself. Um, so what I said, oh, what I said, convenient, convenient. What I, what I actually said at the start of this makes no sense because I could have just used both movies. <laughs> so hey, oh. um, yeah. I'm interested, like, I haven't really done too much on this one. This is kind of a movie that popped up over the last 24 hours in my search for great movies or maybe tipped movies for the Oscars, and it kept popping up on the lists. Um, Last Night in Soho. Ah, oh, bastard. Yeah, I don't know much about it. I've only literally just seen the title, but what's it, what's it about? Yeah, I'll tell you now, sir. I'm just keeping it's, track it's, of the, the movies. It's Oscar tipped, Butler. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know much about um, 
Written and directed by Edgar Wright, Last Night in Soho starts Anya Taylor, Joy, as a woman who manages to slip back in time to the 1960s. But nothing is as it seems when her fun adventure takes a major horror film turn. Interesting. Couldn't really find couldn't really find a trailer for it either. Uh, don't know if it's one of those ones that it's uh, maybe they're just kind of holding off in the trailer coming out. Like the release date is meant to be April twenty one. Mm. So I kind of hope I would have hoped for a trailer to be out by now. Um, yeah, so I'll just give a quick synopsis here. Um, written and directed by Edgar Wright. Last Night in Soho starts Anya Taylor-Joy as a woman who manages to slip back in time to the 1960s. But nothing is as it seems when her fun adventure takes a major horror film turn. Um, I couldn't find a trailer for this one. I don't... And like The release date for it is April 21, so I don't know if they're just um, building up the anticipation for it. Uh, I hadn't actually heard anything about it until a bit of, kind of research into the top uh top anticipated movies for the oscars mm. um i'm just literally going off what a lot of feedback has said on the internet here that it's 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 highly rated and highly highly tipped to do well Fair as enough. i said there's there's no trailer there for it but i said you know what the guys probably have it on their lists let me get it in there and uh hopefully we yeah. get a good high score for it like this thing, like I read the synopsis and like kind of they have it's the same thing with the uh, suicide squad where they have kind of like set pictures and that's all they've kind of released so far. Mm. And I think I think they're waiting for kind of summer, especially something like suicide squad. They're waiting for kind of summertime to release a big trailer and keep people waiting. But that was on my list anyway. Like I, I think that's mm, yeah, that was definitely up there. I think that might have been my next one. In in fairness, I think that was Very up there good. definitely. <laughs> Very good. Um, in terms of who's next, it would be yourself, Fergus. Oh, is it? Well, I'll just continue talking. Um, th- this is the interesting thing as it goes on, and this is why I was like, I'm not going to put it in order because I think maybe it might have thrown Butler off a little bit after his his gaff at the start. <laughs> oh, excited to, to go there <clears throat> during a little break. I'm completely thrown here. I don't think I have enough movies. All, this goes to show you what like preparation does because it's yeah, just yeah. it's all over if, the place here. If I can say that, you know, obviously we have our little WhatsApp group and stuff, and I'm, I'm, you know, we're friends for years, years. But um, you know, it's a little WhatsApp group about um, the podcast, and like me and Gogan were getting a little bit worried because Butler had been rain manning the shit out of this for for fucking days, weeks on end, probably that he hasn't told us about. Like he's got like a fucking a whole room dedicated to the films with like pieces of string running from director oh, to director. This is my, this is my, baby. This, is my this is my podcast. You know, this, this is my, my rough idea to do this. And I was, I was like, with the intention of winning it. And now I feel absolutely yeah. at, at, at sea with it. Um, <laughs> I digress, Fergus. What's your, what's your next movie? Um, I'm going to go with, ooh, and there's one that I'm like, I really hope this isn't picked. If I don't pick this one, I'm going to go with Dune. Did you see? There's a crusade coming. Ah! 
Do you often dream things that happen just as you dream them? Yes. The test is simple. Remove your hand from the box, and you die. What's in the box? Pain. You inherit too much power. You have proven you can rule yourself. Now you must learn to rule others. Something none of your ancestors learned. My father rules an entire planet. He's losing it. He's getting a richer one. He'll lose that one too. Arrakis is a death trap. Kill them. This is an extermination. They're picking my family off one by one. Let's fight like demons. An animal caught in a trap will gnaw off its own leg to escape. What will you do? I left Thank it off you. completely. Did you? Yeah. Um, yeah the Chamolet carousel we're going around. It's yeah, like it's, it is low on my list. 20, 2021 seems like the sham the Shamalama Ding Dong fucking the year the Shamalama Ding Dong. Um, I mean, obviously, you know, a lot of films have been backed up, so maybe they're getting released at the same time. But you're like, Jesus, you're making a lot of stuff. I do think that he's he's the next big the big cheese. I think. I mean, he's a I think he's a fabulous actor, and I've said this before. Um, but look, I'm gonna go with Dune, uh, and because I, I've you know I'm gonna I, I was gonna say that I read the book, but. I'm gonna be perfectly honest. I partly read the book. The thing's like a fucking like a Bible. Like it's and like it's like reading addiction. It's it's a fucking mahusive. It's like three books in one. Um my friend lent me the book when he moved to Vancouver, which is like six years ago, I feel at this stage. And I still haven't finished the book. From what I've read, it's a great book. Um the, the film was originally, they actually did a film version in, uh, in 1992 first. Uh, no, sorry, 1994. Uh, it didn't do too well. Um, I, I actually watched a little bit of it. it. It was a little bit cheesy. I think it's, the reason I, 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 I might have left it on my list was because it's so hard to get right because the book is so huge and the, the book is so influential that like if you get this wrong, like the 80s film did, like you suffer. The 80s film has your man, Carl uh, uh, McLaughlin, um, from yeah. You Love the Show, but what's that called? Twin Peaks. Uh, what's it called? Twin Peaks. Oh, yeah, that's what it was. You, both, you love both. Um, <laughs> but um, what, uh, what he, plays, he plays essentially kind of uh, Timothy Shepard Dingdong's character, and um, it it didn't do well. It tanked a little bit, but I can see why. It was a bit wishy washy. It didn't really stick to the source material as much as it should have. Um, this film looks from the trailer. This film looks fucking epic. Uh, I think anyway. I mean, the trailer is expensive, and um, they spent a fucking shit ton of money on it as well. I think it's. Ooh, I actually think I have it here. Um, what was it? 
Well, maybe I don't. Um, but I think it's like 180, 100, no, 165 million it cost to make. Um, it's got Dennis, I always forget, it's like Villeneuve. Is that, is that how, how do you pronounce it? Villeneuve. He's French Canadian. Um, he's directing it. I, I like a lot of his stuff. Um, uh, Arrival, uh, Enemy, um, Sicario. Did he present? Yeah. No, I don't think he did do prisoners. No, I don't think he did. I maybe I'm wrong. He did. did he do Sicario too? No, he didn't. No, he did the first one. Okay, very good. Um, very good. But look, look, Timothy, Timothy Chalamet, Zendaya again, and another one with a lot of films out this year. Uh, Rebecca Ferguson, Jason Momoa, um, who we all know from Game of Thrones or, or Aquaman. Um, I don't know. I just think like, you know, Timothy Chalamet. Sorry. Did he do prisoners? Yes. Well, there you go. I fucking love prisoners. It's one of my favorite films. I, I can't believe I didn't know he did that. Um, he did do um, one of my all-time favorites. Um, well, a sequel to my all-time favorites, which is Blade Runner twenty forty nine, which he absolutely nailed. I feel. Um, but I don't know. Look, there's a lot of money behind this. You've got a really beefy cast. Um, I would be afraid that it might fall flat like the the 80s version did but look they've a lot more special effects like it looks amazing it looks amazing it really does um the, the kind of tricky thing with this is you're gonna please the nerds who like the book and and are you gonna please the cinema goers it's no but it is it's a tricky it's like the comic book films you need to stay yeah. close enough to the source material to to please the nerds and you need to stay far you need to kind of make it relevant and, and likable enough for people who've Never fucking picked the book up, essentially. Um, but look, I, I look, I think it looks amazing. I think there's a big budget behind it. Shyamalan Ding Dong looks greatness. Um, I, did you watch the trailer about this? I mean, I don't know if you've seen it. No, I did a bit of research on it because I said it is on my list. Um, never got around to the trailer, which is ridiculous because it, it, the trailer it, looks it, brilliant. Now, in fairness, I was really kind of looking like good. I don't know if I, I got put off it because of like the odd comment here or there through my research, but I just felt if I was to use it, I would have used it a little bit later. But again, um, from what you said, the trailer looks fantastic. So uh, I mean, I mean, it's if, if anything, he seems to make like really, really stunning films and like it's set in like a desert, like the, the planet that, you know, it's in space, but the planet that they're on, is a desert planet and wherever they filmed it looks amazing. Like the cinematography on the film just looks top fucking drawer. Obviously he's gotten this massive budget. So I'm kind of hoping that it's going to knock it out of the park. It's going to be the big sci-fi of the year. Um, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully. But yeah, look, I'm going to go with Dune. And as I said, look, I've, I've partially read the book. So um, uh, I, I'm trying to, oh God, I'm, I'm trying to remember your man's name that wrote the book, which is even worse. I'm pretty sure Herbert uh, <laughs> is is part of his name. Um, oh, I, I'm I didn't think it because I read somewhere. Obviously, they did an original one, but I read somewhere that it's unadaptable source material. See, that's it's, what I'm thinking. Fra- sorry, Frank Herbert is your man, um, and, Herbert, and this yeah. is this is what I'm thinking as well, Butler. Look, I, I maybe I'm taking a gamble to to use it, but that's why the first. That's what I'm saying. The first one did so bad because. 
the fucking the book is like a bible as i said or like a dictionary the fucking thing is massive and it was so well received it's just like hugely popular um like hugely descriptive uh book and 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 i think that's a great comment to make that it's like unadaptable because you really need to get this right you really need to get it right. And I think I'm taking a gamble, but I'm hoping that the money and the director and the writers that are involved, they might. <laughs> I, I hope. You're, you're, you're putting a lot of money in uh, wrestler, wrestlers in movies. John Cena, Batista is rocking in, in Dune. So. Batista's done quite well for himself, though. Batista's in both, in Suicide Squad as well. Oh, really? Um, yeah. no, Batista has done very well for He's a great, great actor. Yeah, no, no, I think he is actually. I think he did really well, um, and I think that it, he's carved himself out a nice little piece. Um, you know, obviously John Cena is in as well, but um, Batista was in that horrendous movie that was based in like the West Ham. Uh, oh yeah, oh, he's also uh, he's also in that horrific film that I said where it's the uh, zombies and they they <laughs> decide to pull off a jewel heist. And Stuber, him and Kunal Nanjiani. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's. Oh, yeah. I, I think he's. I think he suffered from like you know he did really well and and then had this massive massive success, and then obviously got a lot of films thrown at him and he was like fuck it I'll do them. I think he's brilliant in in Blade Runner as well. Like he, he he's only in it for a certain time, but he's great. Like the opening scene of Blade yeah. Runner twenty forty nine, I think he's great in it. Like yeah, wasted, he's got a weird wasted in uh, Bond. He is because the look, the, his Worst look gimmick. is is so unique, you know, and that's probably why he might not always get the exact films that he wants but mm. he was wasted in Spectre wasn't it yeah Spectre, but yeah. it was the, it was the worst gimmick ever like I mean yeah. the thumbs. fucking steel uh, nails on your thumbs like don't don't yeah. give him a gimmick he would have been better without the gimmick bullshit I don't know anyway look doing doing I'm locking it in I might regret that one but I feel like locked that in. it's a massive budget it's locked in well it's uh it's back over to uh, Adam Butler for a double pick, so there's no pressure. <laughs> I've been uh, I've been patiently waiting, and I think I'm I'm think I'm ready to rally. Um, here we go. So, my next pick is the guilty. Never no? ever. Never really. Ever, no. Um, it's a crime thriller coming out to Netflix at the end of the year. It's a remake of a Danish movie. It's starring Jake Gyllenhaal. And he is a police officer being, being investigated for a shooting who one night receives a mysterious 911. Hold the phone. Hold the phone. There is a Rotten Tomatoes rating. Oh, he's already done it. He's done it again. <laughs> he's done it again. <laughs> nine, 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 a 97%. For the Danish nine. one, you're going. Oh, apologies. Apologies. Yeah. Apologies. <laughs> he's, he's jumped the gun. He's jumped the gun. I just wanted to go. Ah, you left in. <laughs> you know, it's just, I feel, I feel like, like OJ uh, here. You make one mistake and, you know, they're on you forever. I apologize, uh, Butler. I'm a, natu- I'm a natural bandwagoner. Uh, I just jumped on that, like, like a, like a, I, I, was, I don't know what the description was there. I was going to say like a fish on something. Maybe a fish on a hook. Uh, I, I, yeah, I want that to work. Kept in. I just kind yeah, of wish I'll we had in. an alarm. I, I yeah. kind of wish we had an alarm that we could all press. Yeah. Um, well, look, Apologies, I, Adam. Would you please? I continue? was I was just laughing that Butler had maybe done it again, and you know what? He did have a slight fear in the back of his eyes there. <laughs> that he uh, might yeah, have was to, I'm only going to pick movies now that aren't even in production. I need to play as safe <laughs> as possible. Um, 
So look, it's got Jake Gyllenhaal, who is Jake Gyllenhaal is the man. He does not make yeah. a bad film since like mm. Prince of Persia. No, it's been lower rate. I mean, look, look. I mean, bad film, and you know, I mean, well, in the last six film. or seven years, has he not knocked out some amazing movies? I, I, I'm with you on this, Butler. I'm definitely with you on this one. Like, uh, no, I love, I, I love Jack Gyllenhaal, 100. Um, another man that Nicole has openly said she'd leave me for. Um, I don't blame her. I'd leave Kira for him. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll tell you who else is in it: uh, Gogan, your nemesis, Ethan Hawke, Peter Sarsgaard, oh. Riley Keough, the ever fantastic Paul Dano, and Bill Burr of all people. Um, yeah, great cast. <clears throat> the director. I just want to. Say, I'm going to say this straight away. Cannot pronounce his surname. It's Antoine Fukuya. <laughs> Fukuya. Fukwa. He ha with the with the fuck around gang. Um, yeah. Yeah, with the fuck around gang. If anyone doesn't know that, that is from the campaign, and it's the greatest quote of all time by uh, oh, Dylan McDermott's okay, character, Mister Watley. You told me this dog would hunt, and I come here and you're playing. He ha with the fuck around gang. <laughs> forget Mr. about Watley. Casablanca forget about The Wizard of Oz it's the greatest quote in cinema ever but Gogan I think this guy might be the, your favourite director because here's what he's done Training Day Equalizer, Equalizer 2 Shooter oh. Tears of the Sun Olympus Has Fallen and then uh, Southpaw and King Arthur that is a fantastic director right there I will hear nothing bad about this man. So you're you're on the you're on the fuck you. Yeah, to be honest, I uh, just looking up that movie there. Great cast and mm. and and the reason the reason I well first of all again it's a Netflix one so I can lock it in. The hopefully should be released. It's Jake Gyllenhaal. It's Anton Fuka. Fuck fuck you. But to really <laughs> to put the cherry on the cake of it, it's written by Nick Pizzolatto who wrote True Detective. Oh, so I cannot that's a, see. That's a good theme. one. I mean, you can say like, "Oh, crime thrillers." You're always taking a bit of a gamble, but the fact that Nick Pazzolato wrote it, I'm confident it should come out a very good score. Yeah. And uh, Butler is is that part of that list that Netflix had said they're going to release yes. a movie? Oh, yeah. oh, very good. Mm. Very yeah, good. I, I cherry picked it off that. Nice. Mm. And I'm. It's on for me for a double pick. Then is it? It, it is indeed. Oh, uh, what do I pick? Because I have a movie here that is that had six, but for some reason I think maybe you guys won't pick it. And then I've got movies so I feel you definitely will pick. Um, I'll tell you what. No, I'm not gonna pick that. Um, well, he's all over the place here. He's all over the place. God, it's a mess. Uh, <laughs> get your broom. It's a mess. Because <laughs> yeah, I, I had a I'm six mad. for a reason. I don't want to outthink myself here. It's another Netflix one. It was on their list. It's called The Power of the Dog. Again, don't have it now. Um, basically, um, the, the, the literally the, the tagline for it is a man a man wages war against his brother's new wife. It's Benedict Cumberbatch, Kirsten Dunst, mm. and Jesse Plemons from Friday Night Lights, who fantastic actor. <clears throat> the reason. The reason I'm, he's on a roll and he's introduced in The Black Messiah and he's in another movie I might have on my list later. So him and Shyamalan could have a big year. But the main reason I'm picking this is because it's directed by a woman called Jane Campion and she's the first and only woman to ever win the Pam's Door and she's the second woman ever to be nominated for uh, Best Oscar for director 
for the piano. So, and she doesn't do many movies. So the fact that she's kind of hmm. attached herself to this and it's got Jesse Plemons in it and it's based on a, a book, I think. I think it could be a real powerhouse one coming towards the end of the year for Oscar season next year. I'm I in in my mind I'm hoping that like she's like a bit of a um you know this could be her phantom thread if that makes sense. Yeah or her Terrence Malick everything except after Badlands. <laughs> yeah yeah that's what I'm thinking like obviously like you know only comes out of the woodwork to do unbelievable films does the phantom thread part of shit. Mm. Um, like again I'm taking a gamble on it because I mean oh, there's been a lot of Netflix movies that you think oh this this mm-hmm. is their Oscar baby and it's turned out to be a pile of shit. Yeah. so especially I was kind of like oh, does Benedict Cumberpatch do good movies because all I have in my mind is Black Mask and Black Mass and the current war and I'm like but then I was kind of thinking well I mean look at the, the Marvel movies are great um, <clears throat> the one you've that one recently Oh, sorry, I didn't realise there was an echo when I when I came to do there, but uh, he was in that new one. The um, oh, I, I can't remember the, the name, but I think it was the Mauritian or something like that. It's Mauritanian, Mauritanian, Jesus, yeah, yeah. Um, See, that one looks a bit dodge as well, but I think that's too well. Fuck. He's had a few. Yeah, too, he does have well. a few other good movies. He was in that imitation game and. I mean, if everyone, if anyone's ever seen Patrick Melrose TV shows along with Sherlock, just brilliant, did, brilliant. Sorry, did uh, did the Mauritanian get a, a, a tomatoes rating? It did. I had to take it off my list, and it is it does <laughs> quite bad. What did it get? I will tell you now because I had it there earlier on, but uh, because I mentioned this in the last podcast, I said I think it's going to be shite. Oh, I I said this. Remember, I said this to you, Butler. I was like. Um, yeah. it's got an unbelievable cast but I think it's it's too much of a pander in film 62% knew it Pure that's alright that's, that's harder than what it looks like it would have been uh, nah, I it, don't know I mean I, I would have been expecting 80 plus on that one Five, more than eight, I thought ten. but like yeah well look I, I think again I'm I'm in my like any movie now that I've left on my list is in theory a bit of a gamble so Oh. But I'm happy to, uh, to pop down the power of the dog and just hope that, that that Jane Campion is a nice, nice lady and she makes a very nice movie and I can have my nice, nice jersey. I'm he- I hear you. Very good. Well, it's Fergus. You're next. Oh, oh God. <laughs> um, I'm between two. Um, who's after me? I am after you. So please don't do it to me again. I thought I thought I might have a double one there. No, no, no. This definitely won't come up in yours. I don't think anyway. Um, I'm between two. There's one that I'm gonna maybe save for later on because I I think I have a bit of a fear of it not coming out in 2021. Um, I'm gonna go with a different one. I'm gonna go with West Side Story. Oh come on, <laughs> you can't do it to me twice. Did I? <laughs> yeah. For fuck's sake. Um, I think, yeah. I mean, I had one that I'm just, I had a fear that I don't know if it's going to come out on time. So I didn't want to say it just yet. I might leave it to later. Um, but look, I think, did you say, Butler, you had this one? I had on a preliminary list. Um, I didn't yeah. think it was going to come out in time. Um, and it's a bit of like, like, I mean, it's one of those 
it's a hugely famous popular movie to remake, so it's a bit of a gamble. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Um, I I completely agree. Um, I, I assume everyone kind of knows what West Side Story is, or do I need to give a any sort of synopsis? This was for the for the for the Generation Y or Zeds are out there. You could. Yeah. Um. Old like us, Fergus. <laughs> I mean, look, I I don't even like musicals that much, but. Um, the, the the most basic one that I can find online is two teenagers from very different ethnic backgrounds fall in love in 1950s New York City. Um, this was like a a, a musical. Um, I can't remember what year the original was released. Um, it's very old. I, I think it's 60s or maybe older. Is it? I don't know actually. I don't. I, know, I, yeah. I feel I, I feel like I should look this up, but <laughs> I feel like I didn't do my homework too much. But if only I had notes on this. <laughs> there you go. There you go. 1961 uh, is when the film nice, came nice out. Call. Uh, nice call. Yeah, 60s. There you go. Um, I think Butler's right. I think it's a very big film to remake. And um, yeah. it still is a little bit of a gamble because, um, you know, I chose it for a reason, but it's also a gamble for a reason. Um, so it's being directed by Steven Spielberg. Oh, yeah, that's a big one. Like that's big. Um, like, I, I mean, that's massive. It's huge, and you know the budget's going to be massive. I think that visually and like yeah, like the choreography, I think is going to be wild uh, in it. Um, but uh, he's never done a musical, yeah. So we don't oh, we we don't know how that's going to go. So do you know what I mean? He's never done a musical. Um, but I chose that because look, Steven Spielberg. It's it's a it's a very 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 popular musical um, that hasn't been remade since 1961. Obviously, um, it, you know, I told my girlfriend Nicole about it earlier on. She was like, "Oh my god, what? They're coming out with this?" <laughs> and I agree with Butler. It was a it was a risk to kind of put it in because the release date is for the fourth of December, um, but. I feel like, you know, there's no trailer. There's, again, for a few of mine, which I'm worried about, there's set pictures that they've oh, released. Yeah. But it's December. I mean, I feel like maybe by summertime they're going to release a trailer. I, I hope. Um, but look, uh, it's a classic uh, remake of a, of a very, very popular musical. It's an unbelievably, I mean, arguably, one of the most successful directors of all time, albeit him dipping his toe into something he's never done before. Um, look, I picked it because of, of, of Spielberg and how popular the actual thing is. Um, Maddie Ziegler, um, she's in a lot of uh, Saya's videos, Sia Saya, I can't remember that. Um, she's in it. Um, Ansel Elgort, who's a baby driver. Yeah, bit of, an issue, bit of an issue with him though. Why? Because he's deaf. Is he? No, he's he is in the film. No, he's oh, uh, no, because he got uh, <laughs> he got accused of like sexual harassment or what? I think. Fuck off him. Yeah. yeah. Isn't he like twelve? <laughs> I mean, like he's, he's quite young. He's just twelve-year-old if he is. Um, I didn't hear about that at all. My God. Um, I, don't, I, have it, I have it here. I have it here. Bear with me. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, in June 2020, a woman on Twitter accused Elgort of sexually assaulting her in 2014 when she was 17. He was 20. The age of consent in New York is 17. El, Elgort denied the allegation of post on Instagram page saying he and the woman had a brief legal and entirely consensual relationship. Holding this for the teenagers have came forward with allegations regarding predatory behavior from the actor. 
Put that in your West go. Side Story. <laughs> I'm pretty sure uh, Maria was younger than Tony. Um, <laughs> it'll work <laughs> now. Uh, that's terrible. But look, um, I didn't know that. Um, maybe if I'd have known, I wouldn't pick the film. I don't know. It might be one of those ones that will just come out and people will after it will go. But wait a may, maybe that means it must mostly be shot, Fergus, because they would have recast him, surely. I think you're right. I think you're right about that. Um, you're yeah. You might be right about that because they, you know, if those allegations came out after it, would like we'll cut them from the film. Um, but in general, look, you know, what's good about it is like for Maria and her sister, they they cast actual Latina uh, act- actresses uh, for the parts. Um, uh, Maddie Ziegler, as I said, she's in the side videos. She's like this un- unbelievable dancer and singer. Um, I just think it's going to be quite the spectacle. I think it's going to be very, very big. I think like it's going to be like the biggest budget musical in a while. Um, I'm hoping it's not going to be a Cats. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <Or a farm. laughs> that's I'm hoping it's not going to be. Well, um, as long as I'm, you keep James Corden out of it, it's usually it might be all right. Yeah, he's he's awful. Um, but um, now look, I I'm gonna, I'm gonna put West Side Story in. I think it's I think I think it's going to be a hit. And I did not know that about Baby Driver, and that is a little bit depressing to find out on there. <laughs> Obviously, he must have he must have picked up picked it up off the man himself, Kevin Spacey. Um, Jesus, yeah, fucking knock on effect, huh? Yeah, you got uh, the touch. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> moving on. Okay, it is uh, myself next. So thanks for uh, taking West Side Story. Oh, Todd actually would have been picked before this as well. I thought it would have actually been quite high up, but no time. Um, no. <laughs> I'm going to go for I'm going to take a leaf out of Butler's book here in terms of the Netflix movies and I'm going to go for The Dig oh oh did someone just do oh, 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 it's already no. been rated it's already been rated it may not be rated it may not be rated no, it is, yeah, it's it's on, in a couple of weeks no no did it's I actually do a Butler it's been rated on Rotten Tomatoes he's done an Adam Butler I've done an Adam Butler and 86% and everything Golden. You could have a winner. 80, 86%. All right. Well, that leads me back to um, my initial plan then. So instead I'd like of to apologize West... to our fan about the uh Oh, you wait. Research. You you <laughs> wait until done. you trip up. You wait until oh, you trip always. up. Oh, I will. Oh, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's not so, as easy as you think to look up movies and see if they've been reviewed. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> Google's anyway, hard. <laughs> this is a bit of a risk for me. It's a musical. Ooh. It's called In the Heights. Good pick. Good pick. Yeah. Lynn Manuel Miranda, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Uh, yep. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, feature version of the Broadway musical in which a bodega owner has mixed feelings about closing his store and returning to the, to the Dominican Republic after inheriting his grandmother's fortune. Um, it's from the creator of um, of oh. Hamilton, mm. so that alone was jumped out at me straight away because that gets ninety eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Hamilton, so I'm like, cool. Well, yeah, I mean, that was that was that apparently was a success. My only gripe with that is is that Hamilton was a recording of a live stage production. I know what you mean. Um, yeah, yeah, and, and this, that's yeah, and that's why it was so highly rated. Um, and Lynn Mal 
Manuel Miranda. Um, before um, that, he, uh, I only remember him from like bit parts in TV and film. Um, he was he was uh, a comedic actor. I think he'd be in Modern Family as uh, Gloria's uh, cousin or brother who comes up with this idea for like a dog invention. Uh, I can't remember exactly what it was, but um, that's... Hmm? No, no, he, not that's no, 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 sorry. That's yeah, yeah, I think Lynn manuel yeah. Miranda is the guy who they wind up getting Stella off of. He, yeah, yeah, he's... Yeah, he's related to... Um, uh, his wife, Jay's I don't, wife. I don't think so, actually. I think he's just a random guy. Jay winds up having over at the house and they get the dog off him. No, because he comes back and he has like he has like a, an idea for a uh, a business and she really wants him to invest in it. And he's yeah, because like, she picks up like this random guy or something. You might be right, but I don't think they're related. I, I, I love know. how we're getting sidetracked on this. But anyway, this anyway, important. anyway. Um, I was going to put that one in, Gogan, but that was my main reason I didn't, yeah. is because uh, Hamilton did, in, did incredibly well because if Hamilton was on Broadway uh, live with a live audience, it would have been amazing and it would have been mm-hmm. electrifying. And the fact that they did it and filmed it on stage for... Uh, a recording to be put on Netflix and and whatever it was on, um, yeah. it worked that way. And I I'm like I saw the trailer for that and I was like I don't know if it works in film version because stage is is, is so massively different. Like the energy, the way yeah. you perform, everything about it. So I you know what it it was on my list, but it was in the preliminary list, and I was worried about maybe certain things to do with it. But I was right about uh, look, that Lin Manuel Miranda thing, by the way. You yeah, are? it. He's, I was uh, right about that. Oh, you're right. Oh, maybe I'll look it up. That's usually how it works. Says your man uh, with his uh, Rotten Tomatoes go already out. Did you not it, look that up, brother? As you can see, it clearly can happen. <laughs> I was nervous. It was my first time. It can happen to you. <laughs> um, yeah. it, it, I'm annoyed. It was next well, it's back to yourself. It's back to yourself, Fergus. Fergus, before you me. before you jump off on it, we're halfway through. So I was looking at the what everyone has so far for a bit of a recap. Uh, I have the Don't Look Up, the Many Saints in the Network, Mission Impossible Seven, The Guilty, and The Power of the Dog. Fergus has Candyman, Quiet Place Part Two, Suicide Squad, Dune, West Side Story. Gobin has Judas and the Black Messiah, Cherry, The French Dispatch, The Last Night in Soho, and In the Heights. And I'll tell you guys, if I was looking at anybody's list right now that I want, I'd want Gobins. I think Gobins is looking tight. I think. Yeah. Because oh, I've got a couple of gambles. <laughs> and I think you might have a gambler too, Fergus. But I think Gobins got Gobins got a very solid package there. Oh, wow. His movies, movies <laughs> aren't bad either. When, when did you see it? <laughs> the toilet is very close to the sitting room in his apartment. <laughs> <laughs>